0: Welcome to the Foam Finger Podcast episode number two. It is Wednesday, May 3rd, and we are back at it to discuss some sports. Let's start it off with the NBA playoffs. Jacob, what are your thoughts on the Clippers leaving so early? You know, injury really hurt them. Uh, I don't think it helps when your best, arguably your best player, Blake Griffin, gets hurt. Blake Griffin is not their best player. Chris is obviously
1: their best player, but Blake Griffin does a lot for them, and him getting hurt just... Uh, injury's been a plague for them
0: every year, and it just, this whole big three thing in L.A. But it was never, was it ever really a big three? Like, was DeAndre, I look at a big three and I see like Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, LeBron James, LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love. Like, I don't see these three being a big three. Maybe not a big three, but they were supposed to be a super team, they were supposed to win a bunch
1: of titles, which they didn't do. Um... Seems Obviously, it's a disappointment. They're going to have to make changes, build for the future, because this is, is, this is not going to work. They're I mean, Chris
0: Paul has never gotten out of the second round.
1: That's, it's
0: insanity. Yeah,
1: I mean, he, the player that he is, he's been hurt, but he's also uh, still a top point guard in the league, and it's kind of a shame that he's not going to be on a good team. Or he, I mean, he can sign with a good team, but
0: hope for the best because he's a good player. Do you think Doc Rivers should lose his job over this stuff? I mean, they've literally done nothing in all these years that he's been there. No, he's proven to be a good coach. I, I, what has he done besides win that one championship with a super team? Like, he's had a phenomenal team all these years and won nothing. Never made it out of the second round with this team.
1: I still, I still think Doc Rivers has been a good coach. He's had results in the regular season.
0: Obviously, it hasn't been in the postseason. But this year was injury. You can't blame him for an injury. So are we just going to say for every year from now on that we can't blame a coach for getting injured? Because if I'm Tyron Liu, I should just go in and just slap LeBron's leg with an iron pole and break it. That way he's unfireable, right? No,
1: I, I mean, it's not really what I'm – trying to make but the point I'm trying to make but he would have gotten out of the first round with Blake Griffin I don't think they would have lost they probably would have won in six with Blake Griffin
0: um Blake Griffin played I mean he wasn't healthy but he played he played in games I believe it was only one and two um
1: I he just it, 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 it's kind of a shame that it he's was, been hurt his, it was rough yeah his injury just really hurt him and he's just constantly been injured
0: he would have been a crazy good player if he wasn't um, ever hurt. He got hurt in Game 3. He also couldn't make a mid-range shot and kept on shooting him. Big um, problem there. Yeah, his shooting percentage wasn't
1: terrible in any game. Uh, game 1, he went 9 for 21. Game 2, he went 11 for 21. And Game 3, when he only played 18 minutes, he went 5 for 9. Um so I I don't think shooting's the problem for him. He actually shot pretty efficiently.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. He shot forty nine percent from the field.
1: Yeah. Twenty did.
0: points a game when he played. Right. He's a good player. Um so I, I guess could... I guess we gotta deflect this on Chris Paul then, because he's really done nothing in his entire NBA career. Chris Paul single handedly kept that in this and kept the Clippers in the series though. Um, um Chris Paul is also the ultimate what if. What if David Stern thought to himself, maybe I should let him go to the Lakers? Remember, how, remember that day, how yeah, crazy he
1: was? I mean, he was... Yeah, that could have been a crazy team. Really, a really good team. They would have won
0: championships for sure. I mean, See, Chris can See, I can't say for sure, because when you went to the Clippers and hit Blake Griffin, everyone was saying for sure, but they never did. Chris Paul did not play
1: great in Game 7. It's the only game he really didn't show up for, but, um... They're he, done. I He's getting old. He will be... Thirty-two next this week. How old is LeBron? Like that's not that bad. Yeah, but Chris Paul's. Chris Paul. LeBron doesn't age.
0: LeBron does not age. We'll we'll get to LeBron later. Let's move on to. We both agree that that series really didn't matter because Utah's gonna lose to Golden State, right? You. Golden State's making it to the NBA finals. Well, they're gonna win. That's a point of contention for
1: some people. I agree with you on that. Um. Yeah, uh, Houston and San Antonio are both good teams, so whichever one, I think they're gonna give them a series, but they're nothing comparable to Golden State. I think Golden State's winning the title. It's not yeah. not a very far fetched prediction.
0: No. Um talking about
1: the team that is most likely gonna play Golden State in the next round, it will be either Houston or San Antonio. So That first game was a
0: boat race. It's kinda of a
1: letdown. You're that hoping for was- a great game to start off the series. And Houston outplayed San Antonio from the tip until that final whistle blew. That got ugly. Um. Yeah, Houston shot the ball unbelievably, and
0: I mean, Houston shot the ball. Actually, they didn't shoot it that unreal. They shot forty-six percent from the field. Meanwhile, the Spurs shot thirty-six percent from the field. So that was really the story of the game. And the Spurs, when you take thirty threes and only make nine, meanwhiles, meanwhile the Rockets make twenty-two. They took fifty threes in that game. Yep, for that's sure. absolute
1: I mean, insanity. They had uh, sixty nine points in the first half. Nice. That should uh, <laughs> that should never happen in a playoff game, especially on a defensive team like San Antonio. Um, you should never be allowing that many points. Um, the lo- I the lowest um, Houston scored in a quarter was twenty seven. So that's uh, that's a big. That's a, again, that's another big number. That even if you're a defensive yeah. team like that. You should try to limit them to twenty five a quarter. Because if you're if you're allowing your other team to a hundred, um, it's it, you should win most games, almost every game. All
0: right, after that game, who do you think is going to win the series?
1: I still like San Antonio. I think they'll pull through, but I would not be surprised if Houston won the series. They're also Houston a very good has a
0: team. home home court advantage now.
1: They did they did take a game on the road. Um, they say it's not a series until you win a game on the road. So. Houston got it done. Um, I'm still... Still, I think that San Antonio will pull it out. Again, with the coaching, Popovich and Kawhi Leonard, I'm a big fan of the Spurs. Um, Now we're going to move to the Eastern Conference. And Ian does not like LeBron and does not like LeBron's celebration, such as drinking the beer.
0: He didn't drink it. He's not a beer guy. He's a wine guy. Can we all... Get over the fact, like, great player, but he's so insufferable as a human being. Like, his I'll pay your six thousand dollar fine for someone who makes nine thousand dollars a year. Well, he made nine
1: thousand this year,
0: yeah. He made nine thousand this that year. That was his First of all, he's got way more than nine thousand dollars. That's it's not like he's, he's he's not homeless, he's not in poverty, he's doing just fine. But LeBron, that's LeBron's favorite thing in the world to do is when a teammate gets fined, like, I got this, I got this. It's like the Russell Westbrook cutting off Steven Adams, like. You don't talk. Let me get the media attention. It's so insufferable to deal with this guy. Or the grabbing of the beer. If I'm the person who ordered that beer and I see LeBron puts his mouth near that... I'm asking for a new one. I do not want that beer. That's for... Let me tell you, that Cavs fan's probably taking that home and
1: storing it in a very nice frame saying this beer bottle was touched by LeBron James. That is the impact he has on the Cleveland... the city of Cleveland and the NBA community. I think that... He really makes a good impact, and he shows how he's a good person. Paying somebody's fine, he has more money than any of us could ever. No, wish he's to. got
0: tons of money. So but why the, not? Why
1: not help a teammate out?
0: The publicity. I'll pay your fine. Don't worry. I'll do it. Let me get this grand amount of media attention. He's over not paying getting. His fine. They just they,
1: they just covered it and said he's paying the fine. There was no media attention. Uh-huh. There was nothing that LeBron should not. There's no attention that LeBron should um, not have gotten. Because I think that he, again, is a stand-up guy, and he's a great face of the NBA,
0: No, nope, he's, ter- uh, he's what you could wish for. He's never been told he's done something wrong. All of his friends were always just telling LeBron, yeah, you go do that, you go do that, because but they wanted to lie? ride his coattails to the NBA, and he's turned into this weird, insufferable human being. How is he weird? He reads The Godfather like 30 times a year. It's not normal. What it's if, not. And what if he thinks it's a good book? It's a great book, but... I haven't read it, but I hear it's a great book. But you don't need to read it thirty times a year. And it's publicized that, that you read, Jacob. You're reading a book thirty times a year. Some people do that with Harry Potter and Twilight. They love it. I think those people are weird too. I believe me. That's a weird thing to do. Read a book three times max.
1: That's it. So now we're going to move on to the Celtics versus Wizards. Whoa, series. whoa, 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 whoa!
0: I want to talk about this Tyron Lue comment. When he said that coaching the Cavs is the hardest job in the NBA, I have never agreed with a man more. Having to deal with LeBron's stupidity must be so difficult. Why do you think David Blatt always looked like the angriest human alive? Well, because LeBron's
1: really coaching coach in that team. He's also the GM of that team. He also seems to be the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That guy does what he wants and does whatever he wants, which is why I don't think it makes him makes Tyron Lue's job hard. I think it's actually easy. Uh,
0: have you ever seen LeBron just like, shove Tyron Lue? Like, no, I got this. You can just go look like an idiot. And Tyron Lue should embrace that. No, you shouldn't embrace that. He's the coach. LeBron's the player, and he should understand that.
1: Okay. Drives uh, yeah. me crazy. I will agree
0: with you. I, Although yeah. Tyron Lewis' job, maybe not the hardest in the NBA. Try being the Knicks coach for a week, then you got issues.
1: Um, now we're going to move to the Celtics and Wizards series. Um, the Celtics took the first two games of that series, where the second one was a close overtime game where Isaiah That's Thomas heated. scored 53 points with that crazy and one at the end, which was pretty awesome to see. Say, um, because it was his sister's birthday she would have been 23 um it's a tragic story but Isaiah Thomas said he's playing for her what do you what do you make of that
0: I think it's a phenomenal story I want the Celtics to win because I think they have the best chance of beating LeBron I also think that this series wasn't ever going to be close I thought once Boston won four straight in against Chicago like I don't think there's going to get stopped until they get to the conference finals and they have to play the Cavs. But this might be a sweep. The Eastern Conference might have to wait a week for the Western Conference to finish up.
1: Um, Yeah, I agree. The Eastern Conference is not nearly as competitive as the West, um, even though I think the West has the better teams.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, the West obviously has better teams. They have three of the best top four teams. Yeah, uh, arguably through the best teams, the three best teams in the NBA.
1: Boston and Cleveland, I think, are both very, very good basketball teams, but they don't compare anywhere near to Golden State. I also think San Antonio and Houston are both very, very good teams. Um, Also, there was a story yesterday. Brandon Roy, the former NBA player and the coach of Nathan Hale High School in Seattle, um, was wounded
0: yesterday um, getting shot. Um, it said he was guarding his children. Yeah, the, the story was that he was, like, guarding kids. I mean, that guy is incredible. I It's terrible that his NBA career ended the way it did. He was just so injury-plagued and just couldn't get the Portland Trailblazers to where they needed to be. He still had a great career, but just couldn't fully get there. But the stuff he's doing now is just so great. And, hey, LeBron, take this don't take getting shot, but, like, take the going to high school, coaching a team, and... Don't, and he's not doing it for the media attention. He's just doing it because he's a genuinely good person.
1: Yeah, he's taken this high school team to be the number one team in the nation. Uh, he did get the the Porter brothers to be the best, uh, the, some of the best players in all of high school on that team, but he did take them um, to be one of the best teams in the country. Um, so good for him. You know, his NBA career didn't work out, but maybe he can make it as a coach. Um Now you would like to talk about some more ESPN
0: stuff. Woj to ESPN! So now we get to find out who's being drafted five minutes before it happens from a guy whose Twitter handle says ESPN at the end. Exciting news, Adam Schefter must be terrified right now. Yeah. um, You know, Adam Schefter, I think, does a great job. Woj is
1: also a phenomenal um, analyst and insider. He's always... The first to report, I think he does a very, very good job. He just adds on to uh, some of the great um, analysts and insiders at ESPN. Now, we're going to play a fun game. Just like ESPN is Entertainment Sports Programming Network, but we're going to ask Ian what, or I'm going to give him a league or a, uh, some professional or semi-pro. I'm going to give him the acronym. And he's going to have to tell me exactly what it means. We're going to start off somewhat easy with BPL. British Premier League. Very close. It is actually Barclays Premier League. That was the easy one. That was the easiest one. I'm a sports fan, not a soccer fan. Soccer is very much a sport. I will totally disagree with you there.
0: Or in the United States, buddy. Call it football.
1: (laughs) Um... So now we're going to go, do you know what PBA stands for? Professional Bowling Association? I'll give that to you. It's Professional Bowlers Association. Yeah, it sounds like a player's union more than a... I agree. It should be Professional Bowling Association. That makes a lot more sense. So you are one for two. Let's go. We'll go to the NLL.
0: NLL. National. Oh gosh. N. National. National, National Lacrosse. Two nationals on that one. They want to really emphasize the patriotism.
1: It was NLL, not NNL.
0: Oh, National Lacrosse League.
1: Yes, okay. There you go. You got that.
0: We'll Um, we'll delete that.
1: (laughs) Um. You uh, now the next one will be ATP.
0: Oh, ATP! That's wow. You know the sport. Well, I know it's tennis. Yes, this but, is a very this is uh, a very tricky one. But wow, I i always just heard ATP. This but also sounds like a players' union. Athletes
1: tennis programming. It is association of tennis professionals. So that's that's oh, a very gosh, confusing. One. That's that's. You knew it was tennis. Now we're going to go to a minor league baseball, the PCL. Pacific Coast League. Yes,
0: that is very good. Woo! How correct. many have I gotten right? You have gotten. i got to right. be batting 500 at least. Come on, I'm Alex Avila right now. You are, uh, you're three for
1: five. Woo! So you're doing well. I, there, I do not think you will get these last three. Now we're going to go to the KHL. Oh, that one's the Russian Hockey League. It is the Russian Hockey League.
0: But I, I don't it, it speak... It is
1: not Russian Hockey oh, League. D-
0: what? It is not yeah, I know Russian it's Hockey not. League. Oh, God. I don't speak Russian. You giving
1: up? It is the Continental Hockey League.
0: Continental spelled Continental with, with, a with a C. K,
1: but it is spelled with a K in this case. Now we're That's one more go-
0: thing that Russia's gotten wrong. Okay.
1: <laughs> now we're going to go to two... Auto racing, we're gonna go, we're gonna give you the easier one first. NASCAR.
0: It's too many letters. National Association Sports. Yes. Car. It's another A. There is another A. Automobile racing? Very, very
1: close. You missed a couple keywords. It is National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing.
0: Stock car. Stock car. So I would That's call them the, sports cars.
1: Well, they're stock cars. Um, and then it's just auto racing, not automobile racing. Now we're gonna go. All to, right. Well, we're gonna go to some drag racing now. The NHRA.
0: National. There shouldn't be an H in there. Can we just do the NRA, National Rifle Association? <laughs> Ringing it in. That's my final answer. It
1: is not that the National Rifle Association. It is the National Hot Rod
0: Association. Yes. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Makes
1: zero sense, but uh, they're hot rodding. Not quite sure what that is, but I don't. I don't drag race. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna move on. I feel like my game was a bit more challenging than Ian's last week.
0: I started off hot with this one. I started off hot. You in did. One. Um, you did not finish great. Um, never claimed to be someone who got acronyms correct. Yeah, you have trouble spelling.
1: Um, now we're going to move to the NFL. The draft was six days ago, and we talked it's not, about the, the draft still going on, right? It's got to still be going on. started six days ago. It never ends. But it, it does not end. Um, so in our, in our last episode, we saw that Mitch Trubisky was going to be pick number one overall, or
0: Excuse me, Miles Garrett
1: was going to be picked number one overall by the Browns, and I believe that was a good pick. Um, And then Mitch Trubisky was picked second. The Bears traded up one spot to get a player that I believe the San Francisco 49ers would not have taken. They had no
0: intention. And they gave up a ton of picks. Um, Ian, what do you think of that? I mean, look, the Bears are trying to beat the Browns to be the most laughable league and laughable team in sports and they are making one hell of a run at it that is one of the dumbest things i've seen a team do you traded up one pick for a quarterback that like i don't know you already have one what's mike glennon did you hear the story about mike glennon being at the draft party not knowing they were going to draft a quarterback he was hosting the draft yeah no, no no he wasn't there he was hosting it can you imagine the look on mike glennon's face he says he feels betrayed i don't blame him for that um, I mean, he's Mike Glennon. But he got paid more money than any, any Mike Glennon should ever be paid. I, under, I, I agree, but I also understand what the Bears were trying
1: to do. If they think in any way that the 49ers were going to pick Trubisky, and they traded up for who they thought is going to be the, their franchise quarterback, they see enough in Trubisky that they think he is good the franchise quarterback, and he is the answer, and he is going to bring more championships
0: to the city of Chicago. So then why did they give Mike Glennon more money? then he should, like, what was the plan there? They, they already knew the draft order. They already knew, like, the Mitch Trubisky situation. They gave up so much for... They think he's going to be a bridge quarterback. Um, I, I'm not quite sure. I don't think Mitch Trubisky has that in him. Um,
1: I think next year's quarterback class with Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and um,
0: the guy from Wyoming, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, you're forgetting another key one. Who's, who's my man's from Louisville, Jacob? Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, baby.
1: Lamar Jackson will not be in. a pro, a good pro football quarterback, but we'll talk about that later. Um,
0: so, what do you give the Bears draft grade? What do you, what do you think that they'll get? I give the Bears zero out of thirty stars. Zero out of
1: thirty stars. I'll give them one out of thirty stars for showing, for giving us a good time at the draft. Um, I, I just, I don't think it makes sense. Uh, they gave away a lot, where they could have gotten some very good players. Um, another team, they had three first-round picks. The Cleveland Browns, where they drafted Miles Garrett, my boy Jabril Peppers, and David Njoku. What do you think of those three picks? And they all seem to be impact players that will be able to make an impact in well, the game.
0: I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for all three of them. I would agree. It's, I... It's been uh, renamed the Trent Richardson effect. When you go to the Browns initially, your career is officially over. It's never gonna happen. Yeah, kinda kinda puts you in a so I, hole. I mean the Browns, they made they made the right picks. They made nothing that will enrage anyone. They stayed out of the media. They owe the Bears everything for that. So I think the smart pick, I don't know how Jabril Poppers is gonna pan out in the NFL. We've all we've all heard my opinion on that. I think he's not that great of a player.
1: Yeah. Um I think he could be very good, but he also could not be good. Um I think Miles Garrett's a good pick. I also think David Joku is gonna be a very good tight end for whoever's throwing him the ball. Um you need a quarterback to catch. You do so, need a quarterback to catch. I Deshaun Kaiser was drafted by them, which I think is a good pick. He has a very, very high ceiling, but right now he's at a very low floor. Um so I, I Kaiser called himself, um, he said he had Cam Newton's like, physical ability with Tom Brady's mindset. That would combine for the greatest quarterback ever. Um, and Deshaun Kaiser's calling himself that out of college where
0: his that's, Notre Dame team did not make a bowl game. That's, that's a bold move to say you're Cam Newton's physical ability and Tom Brady's brain. Yet, um, yet you're not the number one overall pick. It's good self-confidence. Um, now we're going to move on to the Bills. How do you think the Bills did? I mean, I'm basically clumping the Bills and Texans. They're basically the same team at this point draft-wise. They both traded up to get a quarterback. Bills did not trade up to get a quarterback. Yeah, they did. Are you thinking of the Chiefs? Oh, Chiefs traded up to get a quarterback. Chiefs took
1: Patrick Mahomes at 10, trading up from the Bills. And the Texans took Deshaun Watson at 12, trading up um, from the Eagles, which was initially the Browns' pick.
0: Yeah, I my whole take is you need to if I'm a GM I am taking the fifth sixth and seventh pick every year is going to a quarterback and I am trying all of them out in in preseason football because every year you should be trying to get a franchise quarterback and you need as mo the most bodies in there as possible if I'm the browns that's what I'm doing every year forever until we get our franchise quarterback Most important position by far. You need a quarterback to win. Look at what the Redskins did a few years ago. Now, they drafted RG3. Traded away their entire future for RG3. They got RG3, so it was worth it. But they also drafted Kirk Cousins that same year. Now, RG3 didn't pan out. Luckily, they had another quarterback who could be... Viable as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and the guy more Kirk than Cousins. viable.
1: He's great. He's been awesome. Um, uh, I don't know. I think how he's great. been unbelievable. I'm a Michigan fan, and I I think Kirk Cousins has been great. He's also a show after the game. Yeah. Um, I love his post game. Um, now the 49ers, arguably the winners of the draft, trading down to get Solomon Thomas, who they initially, who everybody thought initially they would pick, and getting a projected top 10 pick Ruben Foster but with the injury problems at 31 Ruben Foster has about as high of a ceiling as anybody in this draft and Solomon Thomas Well the
0: thing with Ruben Foster though reports are coming out that he has an injury that teams were trying to stay away from that's why he dropped all the way to I believe right. 31 Right they're saying he
1: needs more surgery
0: which is a big alarm to hear if you if you're drafting a guy in the first round who needs surgery for sure for sure I I think it's high risk um, I still think
1: they did very well. I they, they, still, might, yeah, no. they might be the winners of this draft. Taking Reuben Foster at 31, if he pans out, he can be a top linebacker in the NFL. So Anything they did
0: after stealing all those picks from the Bears was just gravy.
1: I think that's a very good pick. Now we're going to move to the hometown Detroit Lions taking, um, taking Tease Tabor in the second round and taking... Gerard Davis in the first round.
0: Yeah. Also, they took Kenny Galladay in the third round. Michael Roberts in the fourth round. They just loaded up on picks. I loved what the Lions did this year. I love the cornerbacks. I love the linebackers. I love Chad Kelly taken as a quarterback. They took Brad Kaya. Chad Kelly was the last pick in the draft. That is correct, and I messed my names up. They still took a good quarterback. Brad Kaya at
1: this time last year, was supposed to be the number one pick in the draft, and he was supposed to be, like, a prodigy. So Lions getting him in the sixth round, I feel like Steel. was a very good pick. The Lions also took they took two very good linebackers, which can instantly play um, Gerard Davis more than um, Jalen Reeves-Maben, but I feel like they could both be very good players for um, the Lions who have forever had injuries at linebacker. Um, they're going to move to the Patriots.
0: Terrible draft, grade F. They did not get my man Christian McCaffrey. The draft was a complete failure. I cannot believe that they did that.
1: You know, the Patriots, they just, uh, they didn't trade up. They don't need to do much. They already have a Super Bowl-ready team that can repeat. Um, you know, I really think that they didn't really need to do much. They did what they needed to do. Um and they're gonna be contenders next year again.
0: Yeah, I would also like to move on to the Bengals. They did the most Bengals thing possible. They drafted another convict. I am a big fan of that move. The Bengals need to stay Bengals. It's, un- get it's unbelievable convict.
1: They probably broke the record for number of players
0: with arrests. Um, and it's just unbelievable. They have more arrests than. Antonio Cromartie has children. It's probably true. It's incredible. I didn't think that number. I thought like I thought there couldn't be a number greater than infinity. There is. That's true. One of my favorite things from the draft
1: at 19, the Buccaneers picked OJ, OJ Howard, and OJ was followed by a white Bronco. I just think that uh,
0: guy was. Is that a coincidence? Now th- I'm not I, quite sure. I am a huge conspiracy theorist. I believe that was all planned out. The Bronco is coming back this year. We've all heard that story. I think that there was a little, little inadvertent advertising done by Ford there. So it is not the know. biggest story with OJ and a white Bronco. Now we're gonna move on to the <laughs> NHL playoffs. The Bronco also had a children in it. So let's let's take it easy. <laughs>
1: um, now we're gonna move on to Ian's favorite segment called Jacob Talks. Well, Ian nods in agreement. And this is about the NHL playoffs, which has been unbelievable. Every single game has been phenomenal.
0: True.
1: And um, tonight we have Capitals Penguins, and uh, we also have Ducks Oilers, where they've all been very good series. And Great series. Just phenomenal stuff. Um, and it looks like Nashville. Is I'm um, also going to win their series against St. Louis. They're up three one. I would agree. But people, a lot of people, blow three one leads. Not the only time we've ever seen a three one lead blown. Nope, never happened before. Um, but also the Rangers Senators series. Ottawa's a team that everybody's been sleeping on this entire year. They have a they have a goalie Craig Anderson who's been standing on his head. And New York's the New York's a very good team.
0: Canada will fall.
1: Go Rangers. Um, Ian's not a big fan of Canada. Um, uh, but I, I think I see, I can see Ottawa making a run under everybody's radar. Uh, yeah, I
0: could too. Don't want to. I still I agree.
1: Think that the Penguins are going to win the cup. They're too powerful, even with Crosby with his little concussion. Crosby's a crybaby, but that's for another time. Crosby is my version of Ian's LeBron James. I hate Sidney Crosby. We'll touch upon that later. Um, I feel bad that he did get the concussion though. Um, Penguins are still my pick to win the Cup. Now we're going to move on to the Major League Baseball, where there's a big story. Adam Jones was um, being yelled at by Boston Breaking fans. news!
0: Red Sox fans are racist.
1: We didn't know that one. Um, not, no,
0: and not, not all Boston sports fans, because the Bruins fans are completely different racists, because they're nothing but kind to P.K. Subban when he comes to town. Let's forget the story when a fan threw a banana peel on the ice. People are acting like this is shocking news that there are racist sports fans out there. There are sports fans that are racist, but. I'm just surprised that, like, I don't know, Alabama football didn't come out with the same news story later. <laughs> they should have thrown that one right out there. That way it got brushed under the rug. Because I, I don't think it's a shock to anyone that there are racist sports fans who are I feel are bad able for Adam Jones.
1: Um, no matter how well you try to shrug it off, it hurts being called whatever.
0: Derogatory term. Whatever derogatory term he was called. Um, Although it was a very classy move by Red Sox fans to give him a standing ovation in the next game. I did. I I, I like that. I like like that. that, but I don't know how much that means to him because I don't think it shows very much. Um, it's
1: just showing that they are, I mean, they're still racist. It's not going to change. It's yeah, but I like, also
0: I also think it could have, like, I'm not saying that there aren't, that there weren't racist fans, but it could have been just, like, a few drunk guys just shouting at Adam Jones really racist things. I mean, Delman Young could have been in the stands. You never know. Delman Young. That, that's, a, that's a true man right there. Not actually. Uh,
1: now we're going to go on to Noah Syndergaard. He is the last Mets pitcher from that outstanding rotation to go onto the DL. Um... And it kind of sucks. He could be out three months, and, I, I mean, that guy's an unbelievable pitcher.
0: And I just feel bad for him. I don't. He had claustrophobia, and he was afraid to go into an MRI machine. I feel I I take that back. I do feel bad for Noah Syndergaard. I also think, what is the Mets medical staff doing when Noah Syndergaard is just like, I'm not taking this MRI because I'm scared? They could have come up with another solution for this problem. I'm not in the medical field. There's got to be something out there to to solve this issue.
1: I agree. Um, uh, He said it was hurting. He got pulled from the game, but then he was saying that he didn't want to take the MRI. He went to throw a bullpen session, said everything
0: felt fine,
1: but obviously it wasn't fine. That
0: game, ugly. Wasn't that the game the Nationals scored 23 runs?
1: I'm not 100% sure if it was, but... Noah Syndergaard just I I he's got to do what's in his in the best interest for the team, which he did not do, which is leading to his three month injury. We don't know if it could have been shortened if he did go into the MRI before throwing that bullpen session. That's just a big what if. But this just Mets rotations falling apart from when they had no
0: the um, Grom Syndergaard Sam, Matt
1: Harvey, Harvey obviously gonna... Matt Harvey's actually pitching really well this year. Is Matt Harvey still alive? Matt Harvey is still alive and he's been actually
0: Breaking um, news.
1: <laughs> breaking news, he's still alive. Breaking news, Matt Harvey's still alive. This year he's actually not been good. He's heavy, he's, he's had a couple good starts. He's 2-2 two two with a 5.14 ERA. That's bad. What's yeah, what does whip? His whip. whip is 1.2. That's that's not bad. It's not a Yeah, you want it to be around 1. His career whip is 1.096. Let's say it correctly. Whip. The ho-whip is 1.096 in his career. Um, he's 28 years old, big guy, throws hard. Um, but you just got to feel bad for the um, entire rotation and the
0: Mets organization. Just the was- Mets are falling apart. There's this Mets fan on Twitter. His name's Frank Fleming. He's Frank the Tank. He works for Barstool. And I'm not a Mets fan, but he is. So whenever the Mets are playing... I always send him a DM like, "Do you believe the Mets are gonna blow this one?" He thinks I'm a huge Mets fan, and his responses every time are some of the funniest things in the world. Just, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Can't take this. I'm done with the Mets.
1: Degrom has also had a quietly good year. Um, he's one and one with a 2.84 ERA and a 1.168 WHIP. Um, with a, he has 44 strikeouts in 31. Innings, so that's actually very good. Um, he's also a great pitcher, big six four. Um, yeah, but
0: Degrom's been hurt and struggled when he came back. They've all been hurt. and it kind of sucks because they've had a they they were very. And their very, bullpen is not a saving grace of theirs. No, they've
1: been in, they've had an unbelievable rotation. So now we're gonna move on to baseball brawls. Um,
0: My favorite thing about baseball is baseball brawls. They've but, been up this year. They've been fantastic this year. The Red Sox-Orioles series, although with the racism aside, there's Chris Sale might get suspended for throwing behind Manny Machado. That could be an issue, but because he's having a phenomenal year. Yeah,
1: but so they played tonight at 7-10 ish,
0: again. I, I will watch that game just the sheer hope that there's a fight. When fights in baseball break out, I, I, I love watching guys come in from the bullpen to get in on it. There is no other more exciting thing when someone like Phil Coke is sprinting in to, to to get in a fight. Phil Coke. Well Phil Coke sprinted in either way, but <laughs> Yeah,
1: Phil Coke was um for those of you who don't know, he was a former Tigers bullpen pitcher. Um they the Red Sox Orioles play tonight. We've also seen Miguel Cabrera earlier in the year jaw a little bit. Um, but this Red Sox Orioles has been great. We've also seen, um, last year, Blue Jays Rangers, which was awesome. Um, And now Ian has his whole little thing about AP
0: tests. Ian took an AP test. Kind of of smart. Two days ago. So I'm taking an AP test, and I have accommodations for the AP test. Got a few issues going on. Don't need to delve into that. And I'm in a room alone with the proctor. And she is not a normal person. Kind, not normal. We were taking the test... I got in there, I'd say a half hour early, I said, can we just start early? She says, no, we have to wait until the the right time. I said, fine, like, whatever, I can deal with that. So I'm taking the test, or I'm getting ready to take the test, and the test was supposed to start at 8.50. So at 8.45, she stands up, and she looked at the clock for five straight minutes to make sure we started right away. It was insanity.
1: Yeah, I think that's a bit ridiculous. That's a bit extreme. I don't. Know, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I have not taken an AP test yet. I will be taking some
0: next year. Humble I'll brag, Jacob. Humble brag. Um. Then we move on. So I, d- I take the multiple choice section. I finish with a half hour left. I said, "Can we move on?" And she said, "No, we have to wait until your allotted time is up." To which I replied, "I won't tell if you won't." She did not find that statement funny at all. She immediately put on a stone face. And continue to stare at the clock for the next five, 5 to 15 minutes. I don't remember the time. We finish that, whatever. I get my 10-minute break. Greatest 10 minutes of my life, by the way. I get my 10-minute break, then I move on to the written section. Now, I get extended time for the written section, so I have 2 hours and 38 minutes to do the written section. She might have stared at the clock for the entire time. She was a mouth breather. And she stared at the clock for 2 hours and 38 minutes. I could not focus because of the insanity that was going on in this room. I, I, it blew my mind. Jacob, do you have any thoughts on staring at a clock for 2 hours and 38 minutes? No, but if I saw somebody staring at a clock for 38 minutes,
1: um, this leads into our fun fact. Did you know that if you bang your head against a wall it burns 150 calories an hour. So if you're just looking for a quick way to burn some calories, go ahead and bang your head against a wall. I don't advise, but burns 150 calories. I
0: would have much rather my proctor do that than stare at the clock. I would think that's less insane because at least she's getting a workout out of it. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen a human do is stare at a clock for 2 hours and 38 minutes. Yeah. So on that note, we would like to thank you for listening with us. Um, Jacob, do you have any takeaways from this episode? No, not really. To all the people listening, find something to do instead of stare at a clock. Please bang ne- your head against a wall. And remember LeBron James is insufferable.
1: On that note, we'd like to thank you for listening. We will see you on our next episode. Good night. <laughs>